Yep, he just hit the bird on me. <laughs> well, you better. So it's a power slide putting your hand down? Yes, 180. Ora, now I'm in the wigs. Let's talk about the wigs first. I can't take you seriously. My life is in your hands. You up there, and every time I look at the wig, it's in a different position. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you weren't there Wednesday at 9 p.m.? Interesting, interesting. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I implore you to, like, man, the wig. I can't even focus on the case. <laughs> Tony Baker. What's up, man? Jeremiah Watkins. My name sounds so much better when you say it. Yo, that <laughs> name could be, you could be a Old West cowboy legend. You could be a black dude. Oh, yeah. From Mississippi with that name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I, I wouldn't know what to expect with that name. Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different variables. Oh, in man. Play. A lot of different. Absolutely. A lot of different time periods, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily 1800s. Oh, easily. Yeah. I could have walked into a saloon easily. Oh, come on. Tough. Yeah. I, I mean, have you seen those J.R. Watkins bottles with the old-timey man on it? He's got like a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that could have yeah. been me. That could have been like a forefather or something. Come on, man. You got to check the family lineage. Right? Yes. Do you, Um, I, I know you do, obviously you do a lot of voices for animals and stuff like that. Did mm. you have dedicated voices for your kids when they were growing up? Like, did you have, because I've got one that I am that I do for my son, like, because he can't talk, right? He's like yeah. four months old. Uh, so I do one for him that's like a cowboy. <laughs> just because I just think it's funny for because a baby to be a cowboy. Lineage. It's in my lineage. You know what I'm saying? Um I would. I remember doing a certain voice for my my firstborn. He was like, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy." I used to always talk like that yeah, when I was yeah. talking when he was a baby, baby. Hey, buddy. buddy hey, buddy. buddy. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I used to always do that. I <laughs> yeah. think I got that from South Park, though. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's like a variation on one of those cats that I saw in South Park the movie. Yeah, and so I used to always talk like that with him. I feel like I didn't do it with my uh, my youngest son. But I probably did. Probably, that probably at some the, point. That was the go-to. Hey, hey yeah. buddy, you just yeah, yeah. Him. I pick up my my son up and I'm like, "How you doing, Dad? It's <laughs> nice to it's nice to see you." <laughs> He's just like all like chubby and like, mm-hmm. like, makes no sense. How you doing? And I always held my kids at a distance, just in case, just right here. <laughs> I, I stopped wearing shirts because I get like yep. the amount of shirts that have been just done. Just and they like, wait. They wait till you hold them tight, hold them close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel that hot shoulder? Oh, yeah. Oh, they got you. I just was at, uh, we, we took uh, the baby to his first wedding over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And not that I was in fancy clothes or anything, but like I had khakis on. So for me, that's oh, hey, a big deal. Is, 
That's a big deal for me. Come on, for comedians? Like as a comedian? Oh, come on. <laughs> khakis? Khakis? Are you serious? That's a tux. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. Like anytime I put on khakis, I'm like, all right, where are we going tonight? <laughs> so we went to, I went to a wedding in khakis uh-huh. and he, before the end, like by the end of the night, he had gotten my shirt oh my god and he got my khakis oh. too he found a way like i held him and then he like maneuvered it where he got like the drip line down the khakis <laughs> and i was like okay well that's some talent right there yeah he wanted he's like i'm gonna get those khakis yeah i'm gonna get them i know that's, my... that's a long that's a long trip i know i'm a long guy yeah. like it's, it's crazy to get to the khakis <laughs> Baby had a load. He did. He Man, did. that's a load. He had a mouth load. He was, he was living it up at the wedding. He was going for it. Man. Yeah. So um, we dan- we danced uh, uh, with him for the first time, too. Mm. And um, he uh, danced to ABBA, the Dancing Queen oh, song. Uh-huh. And I told my wife, like, we have, like, video footage of that. And, yeah. uh, and I told her, I go... You know, if he turns out gay, this is his origin story, this is, right? This is it. Like, it's documented. Dancing Queen? Dancing Queen. Come on, man. At that young? Oh, that's a great song, by it's the way. It's a great song. Like, I love hearing that in, like, movies, like, in the background or whatever. I'm like, yo, great song. Oh, it's it's a vibe, for they sure. They didn't do California Dreaming, did they? That's not them, is it? That's no. not Abba. Is that Mama and the Papas? Mama and the Papas. Yeah, California That's Dreaming. another just a dope It is song, because the voices in those songs sound kind of like... Uh, not like ghosts, but like kind of haunting and like uh, maybe like some sirens or something like that. Those oldies songs, mm. there's something creepy about them. Yeah. Because in horror movies, I don't know if you, you notice, like if they slow down, any it can be any uh, oldie song. If they slow it down just a little bit, creepy. it's so yeah. scary. <laughs> Every like, time. And then you add little kids singing that, oh. you're just like, you're just like, get me out of here. Mm-mm. Kids ruin everything in the horror movies, man. <laughs> Kids playing? <laughs> oh, forget it. It's the scariest thing of all time. You know what I noticed too? Like I live close to a school and uh, whenever I walk past the school and the kids are out there recess or whatever, I always hear kids scream mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. No matter what they're doing, they're just getting out of school, it's recess. I always hear a high pitch. Ah! Like, but when I was in recess, I feel like we never screamed. But when you hear the kids at play in a group, you always hear that random ah, high pitch. Yeah. It's like maybe it's we blocked it out. Girl. I don't know. Every time it's a group of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, who's doing the screaming? Who Who's the kid who's always screaming yeah, in that group? Yeah, it's one kid. He's, he hasn't aged. And he's in every school, everywhere <laughs> at once. Because I feel like if you screamed like that, then recess would be shut down when I was a kid. Yeah. Like if, 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 if like there was that high pitch, like, I'm like what y'all doing out there? It's like roller coaster level screaming mm-hmm. at recess. Yeah. So like, what are you doing? It's like, what is going on that, that is like making you scream like that? Right. Jump rope. There's no way. Hopscotch. <laughs> Come on, man. The scream was too. It, it, but I always hear it. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Every every time I'm I'm damn near undefeated walking past schools and not hearing the scream. <laughs> but then I thought back to me as a kid and we were on the merry-go-round. This kid, Charles Heath, screamed. Because you know the merry-go-round, that's a that's a death trap. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, and they-, they You get it spinning and stuff. Oh, you, it was at top speed. If you tr- ever try to hop off or hop in, oh. you're just gonna get 
annihilated. Hey, yeah. Concussions. Yep. They were getting obliterated. Yeah. And Charles Heath, he was hanging on for dear life. And you know, you, you ever get so scared, you just kind of shut down. You know those scenes in Saving Private Ryan where they just like, and then they just start looking around. They're in and shock. dude's looking for his arm and you just like, Tom Hanks is taking it in. I was just taking it in like slow motion. I was looking at Charles so Heath's private scream. Heath was in the that trenches. was my private Ryan moment. He <laughs> yeah. was just screaming like, Aah. it was kind of inaudible. Like, and he had cupcake residue in his mouth because he was uh, holding a snack. Uh, I'll never forget that image, man. So how, what happened? Did he fly off? Did he stay on? Like, did he I wait? flew off. You flew off. Yeah, so Charles was the last... <laughs> The last image before I, I gave way. <laughs> You're like, he's still there to this day. <laughs> he's still holding He made on. it. <laughs> yeah. He lived to the end, man. Well, that's kind of like the the thing. Like, I don't know if you ever rode skateboards or anything. You have to make that decision when you're going down a hill. Uh-huh. When, when it starts wobbling, you're oh like, do God. I jump off now? Or do I try to ride it out and then run it out? Right. And I've gotten hurt badly both ways. I've tried to stay on. I'm like, I can ride this out. And then yeah. I try to outrun it. And then I just fall over my feet. And oh. then other times I'll jump off and then just instantly start somersaulting. Which one did you do more often? I tried to uh, jump off and outrun it. Okay. And it would, I maybe I should have stayed on. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. But it was, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't know you skated. First, I, I don't know how skateboarders, I don't know how y'all do what y'all do. You got to be fearless. Well, I'm going to exclude myself from that group because I'm not good. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, but, like, I have mad respect for people who skate, like, oh legitimately. Because like, they, they be getting towed up. Well, the, it's it's crazy to me that it, this is the first year that uh, uh, just, like, men's skateboarding mm-hmm. and stuff got added to the Olympics. Like after After all these years. They did like they had like um, vert competitions and stuff like that, uh-huh. but they never had like flatland tricks and rails and all that stuff. And I'm like, that stuff is super dangerous too. That should be an Olympic sport. That yeah. first year of it happening this year. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it definitely should be in there because the skill set is amazing. You have to be such an athlete. Oh my god, man! The, I don't just know the how jumping and just the physicality. The jumping, the physicality, the timing. Yeah, you got to have like when I I see people do an ollie or whatever and. They know when to come back down and how to flip it. I'm just like, how do you know when to do this? It's amazing, man. I'm like, oh, I had the utmost respect for skaters. Because, oh, the accidents. Oh, yeah. Oh. What were your sports? Uh, I played football in uh, ninth grade. Yeah. I played football. and um, <laughs> I'm wearing, <laughs> this, is, this is a shirt from my eighth grade football team. Oh, see? That still fits me. Yeah. You play football? Uh, not well, but I did. You play? Yeah, were yeah. you were you tall then? I was. You were a wide receiver? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, that's I my did. son played. Yeah, wide receiver, and then I would occasionally be tight end. But Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I played, uh, I was on defense. I was guard, uh, tackle. Sometimes they had me a nose tackle. That was my favorite position. Yeah? Nose tackle. You lined up right with the with the uh, with the center. Oh yeah. And you can go right for the quarterback. I love it. But yeah. Were you good at getting sacks? You know, I don't think I got a sack. I got close a couple times, but I I was never able to curl it over and connect. Right. One of those late ones where they already threw it and then you just in there trying to look <laughs> yeah. good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was after the ball. <laughs> I'm a playmaker. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know. But uh I never got a, a real sack. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I have a real sack. Just say just, that. Just let the audience know. My he's sack got, is real. His sack is real. But he's my got, football sack. He's got kids. Yeah, you know, I got two kids, you know what I'm saying? But I got a vasectomy. Did you? Yeah. When did you get a vasectomy? I got a vasectomy uh, last month. 
Oh, wait, June. How was it scary going into it? Yes. I was right? scared, man. I was like, huh, huh, huh. Because I didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you always think the worst. Anything surgical. Well, well you think, <laughs> when you hear resectomy, you're like, okay, they're going to put me under. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be out for like a week. Yes. But it's all in office. In office, fully awake. Yeah. No putting under. 30 minutes. Was, did the pain was there pain after the fact uh or there during? was some discomfort after the fact i kept uh frozen vegetables on it uh gotcha. to keep it from swelling up yeah and then my issue was the healing process was getting a little yucky you know what i mean sure, like you know because sure. they they stitch you up you got to clean it and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so and that's a, like for that, that skin down there that's not meant to be yeah you know what i mean it's all like it doesn't heal like an arm where it's no. just like a scratch and then like it you know the skin is just like okay we'll yeah. fix it. it it was all it and then you got to be gentle with the cleaning you know process because it's, it's your ball yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and they all like you know swollen and stuff like that but it wasn't too bad and then when i would do my walks because i walk every day uh biblically like i walk miles and so when i wow. did my little first little walks it was kind of uncomfortable down there sure yeah but uh it wasn't bad okay yeah and then right after that i called COVID. finally Oh, yeah, I saw you post about that. Yeah, Kobe yeah, yeah. was like, I got you. On ass. the tail end. Man, <laughs> finally, I've been looking for you. <laughs> and, uh, yep, caught it. So I couldn't even go in to do my, because uh, after you have a vasectomy, you got they got to make sure that the pipes are clean. Because whatever you got locked and loaded in there previously, you could still you right. know, cause a pregnancy. So, that, so, they, so you got to go in, you got to do samples two different times. You got to do two weeks before. So you have to like go in a cup and again for them or what? You say what? You have to like go in a cup? Yeah. Yeah. So two times. Two times. And then to I go really in. cleanse it yeah, all out. Yeah, they want to make sure. Like, you know, I set the appointment and then, you know, you go two weeks before the appointment and then one week before the appointment. Yeah. Yeah, and then they check those. So, so, but, so I had to postpone those. I haven't been yet. Okay. Yeah, so. Yep. Wow. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. <laughs> snip, snip. Yeah, man. You sent me a, a handful of um, of music artists uh, mm -hmm. that uh, I, I just asked Tony. I was like, what, like, what, name some of your favorite musicians. I want, like, a ballpark, uh, an idea for the show. Because sometimes I'll do music with the guests on the yeah. show. And you said, can it be rap? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I had an idea that I thought could be fun mm. of uh, of two characters who are in an outcast cover band. Okay. But they only know the choruses to a few songs. <laughs> <laughs> but they swear that they're super fans. Right. But they only know three choruses of three outcast songs. <laughs> so they have to keep the party going right. with just the choruses because that's all they know yeah they don't know the meat they, they don't know. know the meat they don't know it's the just, verses the bridges and stuff like just that the bread they so it's basically a small medley of rotation of songs <laughs> all right thank you for coming out tonight to uh outcast with a c yeah my name is stevan and i'm mildred and we have your favorite outcast songs in the world that we're gonna play tonight. Yeah. You ready to get funky out there, Meldrick? Come on, man, let's do it. I stay ready. Here we go. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. real. 
Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times I'm sorry Miss Jackson Ooh, I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times Let me do, let me do so, the solo part yeah, right here Yeah, come here with the That's all we got. All right. Outcast. Outcast. Uh, Outcast with a C. Mm, we you also get... we also do cable installations. Uh huh. Um, uh, let us know if you need uh, internet mm -hmm. or uh, in-ground cable work. Yeah, yeah, we do that. Because we'll be there. Uh, and we'll be there uh, anytime you need us. Oh, anytime. Depending on where you live. There's a there's a Venmo barcode on on the edge of my piano. If you if you want to come up and scan it. Nobody, nobody's nope, coming up? Nobody's, nobody's we up. sang three classic outcast songs. Top to bottom, from the to back. bottom, the whole from, thing. Front to back. Y'all y'all not giving us the just do? Okay. Let's pack the van up, man. Okay, yeah, let's, let's pack get the hell up out of here before, before they turn on us. So, Tony. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna, pay you a compliment and mm -hmm. i and i hope that you you take this as a compliment <laughs> but i feel like and i mean this with 100 percent respect i mm -hmm. feel like you are one of the most underrated comics in la oh thanks man i'll take it and thank you why i say that mm -hmm. is i've had to follow you and i've had to uh, uh occasionally bring you up at the store for mm -hmm. years and uh, I always felt like you should be going up earlier in the night. Mm -hmm. And I've been starting to see that a little bit more lately. Yeah. And it's been amazing to see. Thanks, man. Uh, because I've just seen I've just seen what you've done with your career and I just have mad respect for your work ethic and like what you put into it. Cause I like for anybody who makes any kind of videos. The amount of content that you are doing uh, a day, bro. Yeah. People on the outside, I don't think, really fully understand what goes into that. Yeah. Like, by you doing that many videos a day, yeah. it's so much work. And then stand up on top of that. Mm -hmm. And then you put out your own special that you put Tony Baker and Friends, which I rented and I loved. Oh, and thanks, man. I love all you guys. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way because that's something that I <laughs> get it out of the way. <laughs> I had to get that out of the way. Then we can we'd be silly again. But no, I want to pay you the that uh, that compliment just because uh, you know, as fellow comics, like sometimes we don't get to tell each other 
and often because right. we're passing and passing so much and in mm-hmm. the back halls it might be like too much and be like hey man i think you're <laughs> you, yeah. you know what i mean right but in a podcast setting i'm like you know what i'm just gonna say it and, and we get the time be, to it will speak and... my mind so <laughs> thank you man yeah, i appreciate man. it though man. yeah it's cool to see we've, we've been rocking together for years man i've I been know. seeing your growth and then it was like and you had such a unique style just like this guy <laughs> as long as he doesn't give up you know, because we've seen comedians Dude, disappear, we, come back and quit. Phenomenal comedians yeah. disappear, disappear, and it was they're like, booked all the time. Yep, but they don't have that extra. They don't have that hunger to keep it going. Mm-hmm. They maybe they don't get the shine that they thought that they were going to fast enough, right? And then they just peter yep. out. Yep. But but for us, it's like because uh, I remember, I remember we we did uh, just for laughs together. Remember we were, we were both out there at the same time. You yep. guys were doing the rose battle. Yeah, and um, I can't remember if, if that was my. I think I've been twice, and I think you, you guys were there. Maybe the first time I went, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like, "Man, Jeremiah's here, you know, doing Montreal. He, you know, that's a, as comedians. That's a, that's a good look. It's um, it's interesting. The 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 ways that I've gotten things. You, you mentioned my unique style. I haven't because of that. I haven't gotten anything the conventional route. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It took me by the time I got my new faces. Uh-huh. I had already been to, uh, to Montreal four years. Wow! And literally, I had people coming up to me that were like, "Why are you doing new faces?" I was like, "Because nobody knows my stand-up. Got you. I want to be seen as a stand-up." They're yeah. like, "Aren't you like? Haven't you been here?" I'm like, "I haven't been here with my stand-up, so uh-huh. that's why I kept showcasing." Nice. every year and i was like no i want it like i love doing that other stuff but yeah I, but i'm stand up mm-hmm. like i want you guys to see the material right as well you mm-hmm. know because that's important to us at the end of the day like, absolutely the, the that's other, what it's all about the other shows you know mm-hmm. i was doing those shows once a night a week and i'm like i'm doing stand up the seven nights a week yeah. i want you to see that <laughs> <laughs> man how'd it go when you did it i you know what because Montreal, let's be real, Montreal is tough. There's in my, a lot in of my opinion, there's a lot of pressure. It's, it's, it's pressure in the crowds to me, well, at least in my experience, they're tough out there. Like, they'll, they'll give it up, but like, I, I saw one uh, show, it was, it was for the uh, LOL network. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a it was show. It's like a TV taping, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. A show full of hitters, too. And yep. the crowd was Luke. What room temp? I was just like, how frustrating is that when you see killers? You're like, if they're not getting uh, anything, well, what am I? Well, come on, man. Am I, I supposed was... to be the guy who's rallied the troops and, and get them? Oh, I, I love that though. That, that in the back of our mind, no matter how bad the room is, mm-hmm. like there's something in every comic's mind. They're like, I'm gonna get them. Yeah, I'm gonna get them <laughs> with this. I'm, I'm, yeah. There's like always that faint. Yeah, <laughs> you that know little, that little sprinkle that of hope, little bit of hope. That you're like, I can I, get them. I, I can get. I can turn them. I can turn them. Yeah, I, this is my night. This is it. Yeah. And you go up there and take the cold L. Ron Hubbard. Mm. <laughs> Did you have good sets out there? Uh, my sets were cool. In, in my opinion, they were just okay. Gotcha. Like, uh, didn't do bad. But it was just like good, like a B minus. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in my opinion, I was just like, man, I, I didn't I didn't walk away feeling like I murdered it up. You know? So did you did you feel like uh you got stuff out of Montreal like after it was all said and done, do you think? Not really. So, um because for me, 
I had the first set that I had was in like the uh, the big theater, mm -hmm. and it was one of the best showcases I've ever had in my life. Oh, nice, beautiful. And uh, the second one, like hardly any industry came to it, and mm -hmm. I had like a pretty good set, okay. and I was kind of like, whatever. Like they, everybody was at that other one. Yeah. Um, and I got nothing out of it. Oh, God. It was one of those things where I I think that the years that Mo the Montreal like regardless of the groups that they have i think they have in mind the casting people whatever their flavor is that year yeah. they go in like looking for certain things uh -huh. and like i just wasn't their flavor like i killed yeah but i wasn't the flavor that were like here's here let's have some meetings let you know right. what i mean so like everybody's like that was, that set was amazing yeah <laughs> like nothing oh man but i was like ah, you know right. whatever i at least i don't have to showcase for montreal every year now no you you done. You killed it. You did what you were supposed to do. That that's the main thing. Like I I would much rather do what I was supposed to do. Like walk away feeling like all right, I did what I could. I delivered. Right. I smashed. And then the rest is you know, if the if the industry didn't for whatever, because you never know. You'll stress yourself out trying to think about what they were thinking or oh, what their course. agenda was so it was just like so at the end of the day i just look at the sh the set itself mm -hmm. and just be like well i did my thing that's all we can do that's all we can do yeah otherwise mm -hmm. we drive ourselves insane. oh my god you just still want it yeah and then, and then you know we can always go back yeah 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 that's just cool it's like now we've done it it's like okay as soon as they open back up are they back uh i think they're doing like a cancun one this year or something oh. yeah yeah getting fancy yeah I know, right? yeah. changing okay. it up wow well, invite me to that yeah get me out of the cancun oh gig. the cancun that's eyebrow raise right where you going cancun yeah no <laughs> nobody ever goes to cancun that there isn't some kind of like money or free trip one or something like attached to it right Nobody casually is just like, oh, I'm going to Cancun. Right. It's like, I'm going to Cancun. Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how'd you get with that? Well, you know, I got free I coupons. Have a, on. <laughs> have a connection through my work. Yeah, you know, uh, I work for Comcast. Yeah. We give an employee of the month a trip. <laughs> I laid one million yards of cable. Oh. Yeah. Cancun. Cancun. Yeah. I've never been to Cancun. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and dad went uh when we were uh i think that was a last ditch effort for their marriage mm -hmm. they got divorced <laughs> they got divorced mm. i think that was you know what i mean i think yeah. that was like one of those now then in hindsight i'm like it was around the time when they were having their issues and stuff yeah. i was like i think this was like <laughs> let's see if we can repair this let's thing. just let's just go to cancun <laughs> see if we can work through this and just <laughs> let's just see how it goes let's see what happens yeah and you know eventually you know it puts a temporary band-aid mm -hmm. on a problem and then you go back to life and then you're like oh no we still have issues with yeah, each other yeah we still you know there's no fun and sun right here yeah it's real right here yeah where are you from kansas kansas uh city on the kansas side okay all right it's funny how they beef over there over it's that. so weird it's, it's it's exhausting man when i did the kansas city improv on the missouri <sighs> side and I asked the crowd, I was like, man, what, what's the beef about? Because I didn't know Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, 
Missouri were right next to each other. They they border each other. And I blew my head it, off. It's separated by the state line. It's it's so weird. So different some uh, different jurisdictions of certain rules and stuff right. and different cities like one's more lax than the other. And uh-huh. it's, it's real yeah, it's just different. It was crazy and I I was just like in Kansas City, Missouri, people feel like we're the true oh yeah, Kansas City, but I was like, "Wait, well, hold on. Kansas <laughs> The city is named after Kansas. Right. So Kansas should be like, no, it's our city. Y'all just came in and took it. Missouri was biting off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Missouri city should be yours. Oh, yeah, exactly. This is is Kansas City over here. And then they would sit, the crowd was like. Oh, no, no. They're not happy about it. (laughs) Like, you calling that out. Like, I, I, on on my special, I, I talked about it because I accidentally said during the special uh, that we were in Kansas, I forgot that we were in Missouri because it was ooh. literally a block or two from <laughs> Kansas. And people kept yelling out, we're in Missouri, yeah. we're in Missouri. I'm like, what the, I had to stop this show. I was like, oh, all right, like yeah. easy. Like I had to, I riffed on the situation because people were losing their minds right. about it. Yeah. Dang, it's serious beef it's over serious there. Barbecue, beef. Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue beef. beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pulled pork. Come on, Kansas the ribs, City beef now. ribs. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, but that that was eye opening, man. I was like, wow, that is. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing to have like rivals like within. Mm-hmm. It's so close. I know. That's how it always is, though. The closer the the closer the rivals, the more intense it is. In a lot of cases. Yeah. Like Chicago and Green Bay, pretty close. Did you have that growing up? I hate Green Bay, man. Yeah? Well, there you go. I hate Green Bay. You know, with a passion. It's yeah. passionate hate. It's just built in, you know. But I would <laughs> and, love and, it if Aaron Rodgers came to the Bears. But, you know. Right. That's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it would be nice, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. Come on, man. Yeah, let's go on. But that would be the ultimate, like, you know, fuck you to Green Bay. If he's unhappy with Green Bay. Oh, yeah. It would be ultimate. To go over there and sleep with the with the rival? Come I on, mean yeah. Aaron Rodgers, man. Come on. Man. Come on. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh yeah, man. It's been a minute since uh, I've actually done my show Stand Up on the Spot, but um mm-hmm. uh you were always great at doing uh stand up on the spot when I'd have you. It's yeah. uh it's such a fun uh way to see your mind work in the moment I, that's why i love seeing the way different comics approach getting thrown yeah a suggestion and then they see their process kind of like break down right. the word or expression or whatever and mm-hmm. yeah i love that show man how long are you doing that show because it it's been a while dude i've been doing that sh- i mean with this this fall would have been like 11 years uh yeah of doing it around la wow yeah. i love that show because I, i'm a big fan of uh just going off the cuff yeah like uh that that's just how i do comedy like you know i had i had to to discipline myself to stick to a set list once i started touring i i need to get better about that yeah it's uh, hard it's hard because it's so fun to riff and do crowd work my god it's so fun it's the best but the problem is is if you don't if you do it too much then you're not honing your material exactly and then you're not getting closer to a special or something Mm -hmm. like that so i have to sometimes discipline myself like all right one show out of the weekend i really need to do more material you know what i mean and like i need to work on some stuff right that's what i try to do yeah 
going on, going on tour. I did the Real Comedians and Social Media tour for two years, and Kev was Kev, Kev on stage was just like, "Tom, if you're doing a different set every night, how you gonna know what you did in what city when you come back?" And I was like, and that, my head exploded, my head just blew up, and there was just a body standing there jiggling. I was like, "You're right." Yeah. And so that made me do a set list for the tour. So every city I would do the same set. Oh wow. So then when I come back, you know exactly I already know what you did. I can't do any of these jokes because I did them. <laughs> you there. just saw my eyes like do the same thing. Man. <laughs> the, I was like, uh <laughs> that's when it hit me. Because when we first started the tour, I was all over the place of with material. I was just like Oh, let me try this new stuff, this yeah. old stuff. This, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. all over the place. And then Kev was like, how you gonna know what you did in one city? One city, one city. It was just like, a, it, and I was just like. In one city. <laughs> I was out of here. I was like, yo, okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Because if you, if you let me, man, I'll be all over the place. I know. That's so fun. Wig. I'd be wearing them wigs in the courts. They just be up there in England with the wigs on. Never addressing it. Yeah, just like, why do you got the stupid wig on? Why you got the toilet paper roll? Order, order. Now nah, I'm in the wigs. <laughs> Let's talk about the wigs first. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> My life is in your hands. You up there. And every time I look at the wig, it's in a different position. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that this <laughs> wig was everywhere? Where were you the night of? <laughs> yeah, it's just moving around. So, you mean to tell me that you weren't there Wednesday at 9 p.m.? Interesting, interesting. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I implore you to, like, man, the wig. I can't even focus on the case. Set it. They 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 used to really set it and forget it. They really that's man. where the expression came from. They was just up there. They man. forgot about it, and it's all wig pieces. Wig pieces. Wig pieces. Shout mm. out to Thomas Jefferson and them. You know what I'm saying? George Washington and whatnot. They had the receding hairlines. Put the wig on. I mean, why not? Did George Washington have an accent? We I don't really know. Was he born in England? I, um, because it was, it was so early in the game. I'm like, was he? Yeah, you know, I'm George Washington. Yeah, I, I never, I never thought about I never that really thought until about this it. very moment. Like, about like way, that far back. Yeah, yeah. What was he born? What was his come up like? My name's George Washington. <laughs> George Washington. It's George Washington. Put me on the dollar. Can I have some more? <laughs> Could I please? <laughs> George. That's I don't it. like his attitude on a dollar bill. Just like Agnol Smug. It's pompous. It's a little bit. He it's on like the weakest I'm, bill. That's the weakest bill in the set. In his head, he goes, I'm number one. I'm number one, but you know. But it's also. You know, Abe could be like, well, I got five on it. Oh, five. Yeah. Yeah, and then so. Hamilton's like. <laughs> Hamilton's on the hundred. He's on the ten. Oh, Benjamin. Benjamin. He didn't even have to be president. I know. And he got the hundred? He got electricity. With that key, Ooh. that kite, he got the big horn. He started stunting on everybody. Oh my god! Because everybody respects the horn. Mm-hmm. That's that's a and it's never wrinkled. Never. I've never seen a wrinkled hundred. That is weird. That's one of those weird. Always crisp. Maybe because people are so proud that they have one. 
You know what I mean? Always There's no fresh. respect for Washington because uh, it's all crumpled, it's crumpled up, up and uh, you throw on, those at people. Peed on, mm-hmm. wrinkled, torn. Ugh. But that hundred taped up. Oh man, bandage. I've seen so many ripped ones. <laughs> You've seen a bandaid on man. <laughs> but that hundred. Trying to get man. into the vending machine still, and it's like. He <laughs> doesn't even want to take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> throwing up the ones. <laughs> it's so gross. Takes a hundred every time. Mm-hmm. Even if it does, even if it says only one five and tens right. acceptable, it'll take that. It'll 100. take the hundred. I did that once. Uh, with my dad gave me a twenty for some reason uh-huh. at some. We were at like a, a a public play or something, mm. and he, and he like he's like, go get a couple cokes, and he meant at the concession stand. Yeah, and I went to the vending machine and I dropped a twenty in the vending and it ate it. Oh, it ate it for a. And this is back like uh, in the like the nineties. So yeah. <laughs> twenty dollars in a vending machine. That's a lot for bro. one fifty cent coke. I brought back one Coke and no change for my dad. Oh. And my dad's like, what happened? What do you, what do you mean? $20? <laughs> so oh. I, I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I just ate it. That was a $20 Coke. You could I, at least got. I know. I could have got nachos and different stuff. That could, but I was a fat, lazy kid who saw the, the, the freaking vending machines first. Dang. Yeah. You should have got about 10 sodas. I should have. It should have kept like going. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, more. I'm sorry, Dad. Man, that's tough, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have ever forgiven you as a father. Probably not. Been like, man, my dad been different ever since the coke. Yeah. You cocaine? Nah, it was, it was a coke, and I put the twenty in, and yeah. no change, and I just gave him the coke. Yeah. I still have flashbacks to this day. Man, dog, that's tough. You look like you could be, um, well, a couple things. Mm-hmm. You look like you could be definitely be a politician okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you also, what I think that you more are, you're kind of like a snake oil kind of salesman. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like some like you're selling something kind of shady with mm-hmm. that pissy that mattresses. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell people it's pissing these mattresses. Okay, so let's go with that. Okay. You're, you're selling pissy mattresses, and I'm your customer. Okay. Come okay. on in, man. but I also, but I'm also uh, your brother-in-law, so I'm oh. trying to get a deal. So we okay, know each so other. I know you. You know me. Oh, come okay. on in, man. Hey, man, what's happening, man? Hey, it's good to be here. Yeah, you taking care of my sister, right? I am. Uh, yes. Don't you, don't you make don't make me come for you. No, man. I'm. I, she's made an honest man out I of me. I love that little girl, man. You you bet you bet do right by her. You coming here to get her a decent bed to sleep in? I I I have uh, been caring for Desiree. Okay, you better be every, holding it tight. Every single. Yes, I'm holding it tight. Right. Every single day since okay. we uh, had our holy matrimony together. Okay. And now I'd like to get a holy matrimony with you. Oh, I'll see what you did there. Yeah. You came to the right place, man. <laughs> okay. Let's get you squared away, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Only the best for my baby sis. All right. Perfect. All right. So, okay. You got back problems? You got any of that going on? Uh, How's your back? Well, one of the doctors that I did see said I had a cicada, like something going on on my back. Uh-huh. A cicada? A like cicada. The, the bugs that come out every 90 years? Maybe it's not called a cicada. A sciatica? Sciatica. Sci- oh, I thought it was a cicada, but sciatica. 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 I remember that name because I dated a girl named Sciatica in junior high. Okay. Oh, she, she was a handful. Was she? Oh, let me tell you something, man. She was sciatica Montgomery. Whew. Yeah. Sciatica. Well, well, what, what was she like? Did you take her to, you know, the movies or anything like that? Or was she more of like a, you know, a fling kind of relationship? We kind of used to just make out behind the Wiener Schnitzel over there on uh, 4th. Uh-huh. 
and uh, you know, just getting getting the mission. No smash, you know. We was we was junior high, right, you know, right, we, right. We just making out heavy, you know, experimenting, if you will, yes. man. And I ordered some chili fries and sent her on away, man. Sciatica, man. You took me back with that one. Well, you know, I just thinking about getting the mattress and then you know the, we were talking about my back and you know one thing led to the next here we go so yeah. since you got a bad back i do have a bad back okay yeah. we're gonna put you in this nice little what you look king queen what you what you looking for well like i said i'm trying to do the best for your sister so we um, king we might as well go king oh you gotta go king gotta okay go king. so i call this mattress right here the king george okay this, this is really good mattress soft Firm and soft at the same time. Firm, soft, and same time. Is it like one of them um, sleep uh, sleep number beds? Yeah, it's got all the numbers in there. It's got Pro- all the numbers. Yeah, all, you can program your little number in there. Maybe you look like about a seven. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's you, the first time I've ever been called a seven in my life. Oh, man, listen, man. I usually get called a three, if you know what I mean. Oh, come on, man. You kidding me, man? You married to my sister, man. She, that boosted she, you up. Well, she calls me a three. Oh, well, well then there you go, man. Love, love is blind. Yes, it is. And love is patient. Love is kind. Yep. And love is big black. And Stevie if you get Wonder. a VHS, please rewind. Love is uh, Ray Charles, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Yes. And whoever else is blind out here in the streets. Love is also the one-armed guy from Def Leppard. Oh, he, he he blind? No, he's just missing an arm, but he still drums to the beat of his own heart. Wait, the drummer is one-armed in Def Leppard? Yes, sir. I wonder what kind of mattress he's sleeping on. Because you got to ask a hard-hitting question, man. If you got one arm, that's a different mattress. Well, yeah, because you're leaning and stuff a little bit differently yeah. in your sleep. There's yep. a different you're pressure laying points. different. Your back is probably in a different kind of alignment zone. Absolutely. Yeah. And I wonder if he sleep on the the arm side or the, the no-arm side. Well, I do think that he would probably be the best cuddler in the world. Because you know how you always fall asleep on one of them arms? You know what? I ain't even think about that. One-armed people know how to cuddle. I'll tell you that much. These are just thoughts that I have. Because that that good arm coming over the top, you ain't got one falling asleep dead on the bottom. Right. That's genius. Exactly. That might be the move right there. Get an arm removed, depending on who you're sleeping with. I mean, if your sister asks me of it, then I will do it for you her. You get an arm removed for my baby sister? I will get an arm sister? removed for your baby you sister. You know what, man? You a keeper, man. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Thank I feel you. like you don't really have self-esteem, but you a keeper, man. You do right by that girl. But listen, back to the bed. Right. So, you know, put you in at number seven. Okay. You know, and this can, this mattress right here has got a full keyboard. It's got I mean, a keyboard on oh, it? Oh, man. So when you're changing the numbers, man, you got the full clickety-clack going. So okay. I got you programmed in for a seven right here. Now, don't get too close to the mattress, man. You, you look at it from a distance. You uh-huh. can come in with the quick touch just to feel what, what it's talking about. But just back up uh, as soon as you touch it. Go on, go on, get your, get your hand wet on that. Well, not wet, but, you know, feels good, no? If, if it does feel good. Mm-hmm. Is, now, is, it, is this a waterbed? No, no, that's a that's a dry bed. Cause I'm um, I don't want to um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, say that your product is um, uh, defective or anything, but mm-hmm. it, it's um, it's sopping wet on my hand. That and that's the magic to the mattress. It feels wet, but it's not really wet. So is it kind of like that memory foam? Like did some the previous owner like drool on it or something? Like and it, it held that memory? What it is, 
See, moisture helps your body rest into itself. Uh-huh. So these mattresses all come with the moisture embedded in the actual bed. So when you lay on it, when your when your back gets moist, that sciatica is gonna downplay itself because of the moisture, you see? And then you'll have a better back, better sleep, even though your back is wet. So it's kind of like the rainforest cafes of beds. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like a sauna, if you will. Remember when uh, you used to pee yourself in the bed? Remember those days? Remember it. I still did. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you had that dream where you was peeing, and then you wake up and you really peed on yourself. Right. Yeah. I had those all the time. Man. Wait a second. Is this a... Is this a... Did somebody pee on this? No. What, no, no, what I was saying was, think about it in your mind. Take yourself back to when you used to pee on yourself in the bed. Remember how good the sleep was? And then you woke up warm? Because, you know, the pee is a nice temperature. So when you, on those little chilly nights where you peed yourself in the bed, it was warm. You was like, ah, yes. Yeah. So you went back to sleep. Then when you woke up fully wet and late for school and pissy, that's when the, the shit hit the fan, if you will. But, but right. these mattresses here, it's just a, a general wetness to make you feel more at ease. But, okay. it, but it, you know, it may or may not be pee. Well, it might be good if it's pee because since I do still pee the bed and Desiree doesn't really know about it, maybe if I tell her that I got a discount on a good mattress that does have pee on it, then it'll hide the fact that I ha- occasionally pee the bed. Oh, yeah, it's a great mask in bed. So, like, if you actually pee yourself, it fits right in. This will right be a purchase in. for me? Oh, yeah. You, you want me to ring you up? Yes, please. No, let's, let's get it. All let's right. get it. Yeah, let's get the paperwork drawn up. <laughs> Nadine, let's get the paperwork drawn up on this King George right here for my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law. Yeah, that's my sister's husband. <laughs> right? Yeah. She could have did better, but, you know, here we are. <laughs> it's all family. I'll see y'all at the next cookout, man. Don't you be late. All right, sounds good. And don't bring the potato salad this time, man. Last time it was, it was I a little suspect. I, 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 I put some I put some raisins and stuff. How'd you put the raisins I in just there, did. Man. I just did. I thought it needed like a little kick. No, not not the raisin kick. Okay. Give, give it, you know, some spices perhaps. You know what I'm but, you know. Okay, I'll put some olives in there. I mean, you don't really have to. Jalapenos? I'll put some carrots in there. We'll call it a day. Carrots? Mm-hmm. Shredded carrots? Mm-hmm. All right. Just uh, just leave it wrapped up. It might stay that way. Nate, you got the paperwork? All right now. You have a... I don't know what your process is mm-hmm. for creating all the amazing animal videos that you do. Mm-hmm. Like how you pick the voice for all these different characters is it something that just like right away you have a feeling that you just kind of go with or do you kind of find it like search for it a little bit um or do you do you like is it something that like innately like you're like this looks like this so this is my interpretation right away i think that it's more so that like you know when i see the video i'm like oh this is this is what's happening this is what's being said right here so within that I just come up with the uh, the voices, like if it's multiple animals or like stuff like that where I have to be multiple. Um, then it's all about finding the different tones and, and sure. what's going on. 
So, but it's usually a pretty quick process, mm-hmm. especially like now if there's a bunch of animals, then it could be a little bit tougher. I did this one voiceover of these dogs stripping this car down. They were tearing this car up. So it was it was about seven dogs. Yeah. So I was like, man, I got to come up with seven different. You That's know. a lot of layering too. Yeah. So it was like, but it, it was, but I immediately had the thought of what you know what was going on within the whole scene, sure. just looking at it. So it's usually a quitty, uh, quitty, a pretty quick uh, process. Do you ever do it with people? Oh, voice over people? Yeah, do you Yeah. Do you like do you ever do that with friends or anything? Like in your head? Like when when, when Oh, you, you mean them? like in the moment just like, yeah, this guy. Yeah. I do I do it mostly with strangers. So let's say I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. Mm-hmm. You've never heard me talk before. Right. You don't know Jeremiah at all. Uh-huh. But I am out doing my business and I'm curious what voice right away you think i might sound like mm-hmm. and we might try that so mm-hmm. i'll lip sync that I'll, I'll be going about my day uh-huh. and just doing stuff and i kind of want to see if you voice over for jeremiah what you think my voice might sound like if you've never heard me talk before just off physical appearance okay all right okay there we go i'm working at a grocery store just to help you out okay, okay. how you doing today man yeah, yeah, we got some great sales in the back. We got cherries on sale, three ninety six a pound. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you? You need to purchase a bag, or are you good? Okay, hell yeah, I get you squared away for sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming here, and uh, we appreciate your business. <laughs> yeah, you have a good one. All right. To steal money yeah. from the company, yeah. skimming off the I, top. I was wondering if you would catch that. Yeah, hello. He stole like what well, he did. Steal he money, stole money after after all that. Come on, the man. company that employed him. Uh, <laughs> let's get into this next segment. It's called fanning out. Okay. Fanning out questions from fans. I reached out to people online, and uh, they reached right back with uh, different questions that they have for mm-hmm. Tony Baker. Okay. Uh, and I want to share this with you. This was a funny thing that happened uh, randomly over the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I spoke at my sister-in-law's school, like as a comic that, like, at a at a high school mm-hmm. that that like the kids could ask questions to, basically. Okay. So I did like a Q and A, like like uh, that they had a. She's like, we're going to have a real life stand up comedian, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to the class today. Right. So they would raise their hands and ask me questions. And one of the kids, uh, he, he, he raised his hand. He goes, um, so I noticed, uh, Tony Baker follows you on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and he goes, um, so do you, do you like know him or (laughs) this is real? It's real. Wow. And it was a trip for me. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the homie. Like we known each other for a long time right. and it was just it was just really it was a cool moment uh-huh. for me just to see somebody completely unaffiliated with comedy right right that just that was his question yeah that's all he wanted to know that's crazy he could care less about my stand-up he looked at you know he looked at my my instagram and was like cool cool cool. but then he went to my follow list uh-huh. and then he's like 
this guy knows Tony Baker. He's legit. <laughs> and I was like, that's such a fun, I wanted, I forget, I wow. wanted to share that with you. It was, it was a trip. I was like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, and he just was, he got the smile and then he's like, he didn't want to like act like he's excited, but he's like, that's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, that, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's anyway, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> uh, wow. Jody Baby Boy asks on Instagram, what's Tony's personal top five rappers? Ooh. I love this question. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time. There's a uh, there's a cricket in the studio. Oh, really? Yeah, that's good luck. Yeah, walking around. They also make crazy noise. Oh yeah. We've had to like. Ugh. Oh, the security. I have like them a problem. Yeah, I have like a. I have to scare them out because there's a problem sometimes. If I record too late at night, they're. Like, dee, 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 dee. Oh, they ruining it. Well, he's in here. He's in here. Okay, Leg, good to know. About to rub them legs together. Um. Top five rappers. Okay, this is easy for me because we, you know, we talk about it all the time. Any order is my here's my five. I always I always struggle with the fifth one, but here we go. Nas, mm-hmm. Black Thought, Common, Andre three thousand, and then the number five fluctuates. Sometimes it's Ghostface, sometimes it's but I'm gonna go with Jay Z. That's good. So that's the five for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and Jay Z is in there just because of uh, the catalog. You know what I mean? And like, you know, he's he's been lyrically consistent. Yeah. And so you know, I th- those other four, I just be like, you know, fangirling over those other four. It's like you know, I'd just be yes them and yeah. Jay Z. It was like because when Jay Z and Nas were beefing, I sided with Nas, and I was just like, man, I like Nas better. You know. And then when they squash beef, I squashed it too. Yeah, you know, okay, I'm protective we, over we're good, nines. We're good. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I think that's the five. Okay. Right there. It's a yeah. strong starting five. Yeah. Who's yours though? I know it was about the guest, but. I mean, Eminem is one of my favorite. Okay. Um, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Snoop. Um, I, I like that whole like Death Row crew. Yeah. Um, I love Tech Nine. Okay. Kansas mm-hmm. City guy. Kansas City. Kansas City guy. Yeah. Um, those would be my main, and then, hmm, that fifth one would be a hard one for me too. It's tough. It's hard to exclude, right? A lot of people. Yeah. Um, somebody that I end up going back to more than I than I think that I originally would think. I really like Ti. Okay, and and I know he's not on many people's lists, like as far as like maybe like great like greatest rappers, but uh-huh. like I end up going back to his music yeah. a lot. I know it's a weird choice. No, but, I yeah, think yeah. Ti is actually underrated because he's lyrically skilled. He's very lyrically yeah. skilled, and I feel very. like he he's getting better lyrically with time. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne for me also. I love okay. Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So you like the South and the West? Seems I do. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, for sure. Leaning that way. Dirty South and West for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, Sir underscore uh, Ethanek. Uh, what is? What do you remember about living in Grand Rapids, Michigan? I don't remember anything. Um, I was born in Grand Rapids, and then we immediately went back to Chicago. So uh, I would just visit there when I was really young. Uh, nothing really stood out. My grandmother was living there. We visited her. 
Um, but I don't remember anything. And then when I went back in 2019, we had a show out there, and that's when I really was going around Grand Rapids, going to places, going to my uh, grandmother's old house, and like, you know, that's when I was really taking in Grand Rapids as a grown man. And that's when I felt like, man, this is where, I went to my uh, hospital where I was born, and that's when I was really like, taking it in. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Grand Rapids though, it has has like a low key vibe. It's definitely Midwest for sure. but it had like a a small town vibe to it that uh that I appreciated. And so I was like, man, this is this is where it all began for me, literally. But, you know, she went back to Chicago so fast that all I remember was Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So Yeah, it's a trip to go back to uh where you grew up. Like it's it's just like there's something like your your brain is almost like we were here. Like yeah. it's, it's a weird fever dream kind yeah. of moment where you're like, cause I went and, and walked around, um, a couple of years ago, I walked around, uh, where I went to grade school. Uh-huh. It was like on a weekend where there's, it was just closed and I just walked around and I was like, I used to run these fields, you know yeah. what I mean? And stuff like that. And I was like, this is weird. It is weird. Cause you're like, was I really here? And then the size never, Feels like what you remember. Never. He's like, man, this is so small, and this is so. When I, I remember, I was in Chicago, and I was Snapchatting my little journey, and I went to the apartment we lived in when I was really young, like preschool, and the guys there let me in because I was in there. You know, I I got in the building, and then it's like, yeah, I, they came out for something. I was like, yo, I used to live in this. Uh, apartment right like, yeah, come on in and i looked in there and in my head and my memories the place felt so big giant but yeah. then when i went in there with them i was like man this was little oh yeah but in course. my brain and plus i was a smaller individual then oh yeah literally perspective is yeah. completely you're over <laughs> six foot now. man i was like you know <laughs> you're a little kid uh, like just a few feet tall but i was amazed at how different it felt yeah and at the same time, it was a dope feeling because I was like, man, this this is where, you know, the early stages of everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm sure you get this question asked a lot since you do Animal VO, but uh, D. Greggs asks, what's your favorite animal? My favorite animal is a tiger. Mm. Good old tiger, man. Yeah. Those are my favorites. I've, I've loved tigers since I was a kid. Do you have um, tiger stuff around your house at all? Like any kind of like... Um, uh, like any kind of pictures or like any kind of art or anything like that? I have um, a picture that I've yet to put up that I have yet to frame. I think, you know, you know, I think my ex-wife kept it, but it was a picture of a bunch of animals. It's, it's like a bunch of animals walking towards us. They're like on the prowl. Yeah, so yeah. it's like tigers, lions, elephants, and they're just, and you know, it's, a, it's one of those wide, you know, uh, pictures that you frame up. And I love that picture because everybody's included and they're just walking, you know, towards us. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like the whole jungle's represented in that photo. Yeah. Uh, not photo, but in that p- picture. But uh, I don't have any tigers around the house. I got cats. Those are like, you know, baby tigers, if you will. Right. Especially Dapper. He's got, he's got like a tiger gut 
Right. You know how tigers, you know, when you look at a tiger walk, they got that little that little that pouch yep. on the underneath. Yep. Dapper has that. That for underbelly. Sure. Yeah, that underbelly. He'd mm -hmm. be walking around. I'm like, look at you, underbelly. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, tiger <laughs> over here. He's a tuxedo cat, but I see the tiger in him. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Dasa Nism mm -hmm. um, on um, Dasanism on uh, Instagram. Can Tony Baker do voice impressions or play an instrument? Ooh. And so I, I guess the question is, since you do like a lot of character type voices, if you do like celebrity impressions or if you play any kind of instrument, I guess they're just curious about that. Yeah, I wish I could play an instrument. I think about that all the time. I'm yeah, like man, I should have learned how to play something and stuck with it. And people are like, "You still can?" You're like, "You right?" But you know, life gets in the way. But I wish, you know, when we were young and you can pick stuff up quicker. I wish, you know, they threw me in band or like something like that. I'm trying to get better at uh, piano all the time. I'll tell you what, uh, I started really like trying to learn it over the pandemic, and mm. uh, it's the dumbest I've felt in uh, really? years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because it's something that you're like, I've been musically inclined, mm -hmm. uh, like with sax and other stuff growing up, but like it's a different it's just a different animal yeah so like literally i'd be trying to like learn stuff and i'm like wow yeah i feel dumb right now like because your brain is like every time like you feel your brain like i don't know if you remember like cramming for like tests back in the day oh, or whatever my God. when your brain starts to feel like it's breaking that's mm -hmm. when you're really learning stuff yeah because your brain is like like trying to adapt and that's what would happen with this is i'd be like i'd get so frustrated yeah but it was it was that feeling but yeah that's amazing though but it like it, it's a humbling thing like yeah. to, to to be like i'm gonna learn this 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 thing and then like realize like oh i'm really bad right Oh, it's like it's a it's and you a get big all these pie. years of like stuff that you thought you know or stuff that's just set in your yeah. brain. This is what this is, but it's really not. It, it's uh, uh the main reason why if you've been a stand-up comedian a long time and you try to take an improv class, mm -hmm. you push back on it. Yeah, it's way better to do improv early on in your stand-up career because right. you're still open to the idea of learning. Right. Rather than you know when we go on tour and we do thousands of reps right i got it now yeah. you know what i mean you have more of a sense mm -hmm. i would see comics come into improv like after they've been doing stand-up 10 years and it doesn't work because they're resistant to it they're like no right. i'm not gonna, no i know what's funny <laughs> i'm not gonna do that i got this why do i retool everything in my brain like right. i have the stripes i've then, earned them then they start doing a set yeah like, all right man just, just oh yeah chill. it's so different start doing it hey man get off the stage and as far as me doing celebrity voices i don't really feel confident in doing celebrity voices mm -hmm. um so i just do like ving rames because mm -hmm. i feel like because his, his his voice is close to mine sure so i feel comfortable doing like a ving rames yeah but anybody else is just like because I, I may i may think i sound like them but then they're like who who is that supposed to be and then you lose confidence it's like you know what excuse me <laughs> excuse I'm me i'm gonna see myself out yeah yeah if <laughs> yeah, i yeah. could just, just yeah. let me just hand me the uh, gas pump so i can <laughs> Uh, one person just wanted to say short waist, uh, said, uh, OMG, I'm late to everything and recently discovered his VOs and they are everything. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, this last question I'll ask, uh, mm. Crimical Christ on, uh, oh, wow. these on names. Instagram. I know they're, they're wild handles, wild handles. It's tough. It's hard to read these. Yeah. Um, 
ask about uh, his favorite or best bits on all deaf, like the uh, wise janitor. The wise janitor is definitely one of my favorite uh, sketches that I've done at all deaf. I would say the uh, the wise janitor. I had a lot of fun doing the the corrupt pastor at the. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, it's like a people's court type mm-hmm. of sketch. Those two are probably my favorite. I had a lot of fun doing Homeboys with Tahir. Uh, we shot about four episodes of that. So probably those right there are probably my favorite. Oh, and, and when we tried vegan food for the first time, uh, that was that was fun. It's funny how I shredded vegan food then. Yeah. And now I'm practically vegan. <laughs> But then it was just like I went to work in that video. I was just shredding it up. Plus, it was cold and the food wasn't good. To to my defense, food was mad cold, so it was just like it, it was born to fail. But it's just funny how now you know, fully hundred percent vegetarian, damn near vegan. So my perspective has changed. But those those sketches, the the janitor, the the courtroom, I'm the crooked pastor, homeboys. And also a, a, a couple episodes of Great Taste where we were debating uh, who had the best chicken and who had the best biscuits. And it was another, it was another. Uh, that just sounds fun. Oh man, and it was another episode we were doing. I forget what the topic was, but I went up there to defend my my pick. And I was just like, you don't, I just realized you don't even know what nougat is. Nobody knows what nougat is. <laughs> right. Like, you can hold my family hostage. What's nougat? I'm like, I don't know, kids. I'm sorry, kids. Man, done. Yeah. So, yeah, those. I did the only video I've ever gotten in trouble with mm. my wife for was an all deaf video. Really? Where it was white guys kissing black girls for the first time. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that video ended up going super viral. Oh. Oh, 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 oh no. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I I've talked about it on some other podcasts, but you'll you'll get a chuckle out of this briefly. Uh I'll tell the short version of the story. So my angle before I even stepped foot on set, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna like my character point of view mm-hmm. is gonna be like, I'm all about it and I love it. Yeah. No matter if it's a horrible kiss, whatever. Right. That's gonna be my comedic angle. Uh-huh. I'm the white guy that loves kissing a black girl. Right. right? Uh the girl that they paired me up with happened to be very pretty girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Course. And uh, I, after I kissed her, I go, oh, let me get some seconds on that. Oh. So I went back for seconds. Yeah. And also another thing, I wasn't playing a character. Uh-huh. They introduced him. I'm like, hi, I'm Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my handle. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. a character separation enough. Because right. I've had to kiss girls on screen for, for like movies and like TV right. stuff. Yeah. But that's like a different world. Uh-huh. And it just caused, like, you know, it yeah. was, a, it was a, it, she can, she's like, you kind of found a weird loophole and neglected that loophole. <laughs> 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 and so, you know, we've obviously, we, t- we joke about it now, but like, it was like. In the moment she was pissed. 
I mean, it was, I handled it all wrong. Uh-huh. I said after I, I like, I was all happy after the shoot and stuff. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And like, I was too happy. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I said, I just said something that was really dumb. I said, um, uh, she was just like, how's the shoot? You know, yeah. she knew it. And I was like, I was like, oh, they paired me up with a beautiful black girl. So don't worry. I was in good hands. Oh. And I just was saying dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, though I, I should have just handled it more professionally, but I just kept digging right. myself into a giant hole. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. It's just stupidity, dude. Oh, stupidity. man. All right. All right. Tony's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to follow him along with some sweet, sweet saxophone. And whenever you're it. ready, my friend, I will follow you along. Okay. All right. Let's take it back to the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It was a hot, sweaty, wet July in the 90s. Uh, lost my virginity after high school. And, uh, you know, just out here, you know, making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing them home by. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I knew this girl, you know, we had worked together and, uh, you know, we were feeling one another, you know, and I was no stranger to feeling girls and making out, you know, I was the make out king. Making out tough. And then I would bail out when it got too hot and heavy. I would bail out because I was scared to, you know, take the final step of sex. So, so, you know, we made out a few times and it was like, yo, man, because she was older. She's like, we need to take it to the next level. So I was like, yeah, yeah, next level. <laughs> I do next levels all the time. Oh. I didn't do next levels all the time. I lied. It was it was just me trying to save face. Cause remember when you were younger, man, you didn't want to you didn't want people to know you were the virgin. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was having sex when you were younger, even in first grade. They were like, yeah, man. I remember the first time I heard sex talk, it was in the second grade bathroom. And I was like, yeah, I got girlfriends all throughout the state. I was in second grade. I never even put my fingertips on another woman. Well, they weren't even women then. They was, we was all kids. Cut back. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm ready for this next level. Let's get it. Whenever we can get a moment's peace to ourselves, let's get it. Cut two, mutual friend was having a party, a little get together in the summertime, summertime fun. Uh, we're both there at the same time, and we're giving each other the eye. Hey, let's duck into the bedroom. And, uh, yeah. Move was right, flow was right, setup was right. Let's do this. We get in there, we start making out as usual. You know what I'm saying? Clothing w was removed. 
Yeah, it was a good time. I didn't get fully nude, but you know, the bottoms was loose. Yeah, so we going at it, and then, you know, uh, she gets on top. She uh, gives me two solid rides up top, if you will. And uh, I exploded. I exploded. Two two pumps in. Two two rides in. I'm done. I'm spent. And I'm like, ah, you know. All that build up, the months of making out and the talking mess. Two pump chump. That was me. And the cold part is, here's the here's the coldest part. She got pregnant. This was my debut. The two pump chump into pregnancy. Ah, now this could be controversial, but she got it. She got an abortion. But this was my debut episode into sex. Disastrous. And I never got the revenge pumps. So to this day, to this girl, I am two pump chump. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. That was my debut, man. Two pump chump. Two pump chump out the gate, man. <laughs> Horrible debut. That's crazy. Mm. But crazy numbers in the in the sperm game. Yeah. The sperm was working. The sperm was working. It was ready. It was like we're doing our job. That was your debut. They, oh God. You went platinum right out the Man. Right out, out the, the gate. gate. Out the gate, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, of course, you know. And, uh, bro, thank you so much for being here and doing the pod, man. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. This I love you, man. And, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that we uh, finally were able to do this. Yes. It's been a minute. We've been trying to get it going, man. But we did it. 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 Yes. All right, brother. I'll see you around. All right, bro. Thank you. Yep.